Hello love, before we get into today's episode, if you want even more glittery goodness bang for your buck, well then you need to head to glitterball.plus where you can subscribe for just $7 a month. You'll get first listen access to all your Glitterball favourites, ad-free listening, as well as exclusive podcasts just for Glitterball Plus subscribers. You can head to glitterball.plus today to get all that and more for just $7 a month. Let's get into today's show. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Mannies and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code PRESSON25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press On Falsies. Glitterball Podcast. We have a winner and Eurovision history has been made. Hello friends and welcome to our grand final wrap for the Eurovision Song Contest 2023, the final part of Eurofever, a guide to the Eurovision Song Contest past, present and future. She did it! Loreen has won the Song Contest for Sweden, making history, folks. I am so, so thrilled. I love this song. She's won the contest for the seventh time for Sweden and making her the only woman to win the song contest twice. History has been made with this victory, folks. So look, in all fairness, there probably is a little bit of Lorraine coloured glasses here, but I love this song. And the performance was beautiful. I was really worried. And to be honest with you, I wasn't so sure that the smaller box and such a drastic change in staging would sell it. But it did. Now, there has been a lot of controversy around Lorraine's win, unfortunately, because it seems, for whatever reason, that people online are deeply, deeply upset that the winner of the Totally Vote did not end up being the winner of the song contest as if this is something new. Considering we've had juries since 2008 and not every year does the Totally Vote winner match up with the jury winner. So this isn't a new phenomenon. Anyway, that's enough of the online discourse because we're here to talk about the songs and the artists and not that madness. But 
Let's talk about our second place getter and coincidentally the winner of the televote, Finland. Yes, it was a two-horse fight in the end between Sweden and Finland, the people's favourite evidently being Finland. And there are a lot of people that are shocked that this didn't win. But I'm just going to air a controversial opinion. And this will be controversial because, trust me, I've seen the discourse. His vocals weren't that strong. I'm sorry. Sure, the song is big and it's a party banger. I get that. And the staging, it's cool. Okay, sure. But this is a song contest, folks. And I think the stronger vocalist won here. Just my personal opinion. No need to attack anybody for their opinions, everybody online. Just, just... Calm down. It's a song contest. You don't really win much except for the right to host. Let's be real. But with that out of the way, let's move on, because we have 24 other songs to at least somewhat talk about. Okie dokie. I want to jump around the board just a little bit now to talk about some of my surprises and some of the things that weren't quite so surprising. I'll start with one of my surprises, and that was... Voyager, doing as well as they did, coming, I think, ninth. I'm doing this off the top of my head, unfortunately. I don't have the running order in front of my face right now. But coming ninth out of 26th in a very fierce grand final is nothing to sneeze at. They did really well in televote points. I understand from what I've been seeing that they were a little disappointed with the televote score, but... It's still nothing to sneeze at, and I'm very, very, very proud of them for doing so well. The song was great, their staging was beautiful, they just, the package just overall killed it, and it's one of my favourite Australian entries. I have been such a dummy in Stam for so long, but this is up in top three of Australian entries for me. While we're on the shock train, I have to talk about the UK's very own May Mueller. Whoa. I mean, I get it's tradition that host entries don't do as well, but this still surprised me because they had such momentum from last year with Sam, and I thought for sure that that would continue this year. And boy... Was I just plain wrong? Straight up, utterly wrong. And that was disappointing because the studio version of this is strong. The stage version, not as strong, unfortunately, in my opinion. I think May was maybe a little nervous. I think the stairs also screwed her over coming down that massive staircase because once she was down... You could feel the energy shift, and that was kind of nice to witness. But she was on those stairs, or up quite high, for a significant amount of the performance. So maybe that was a bit of a odd decision on the UK's behalf. But the, the fact that this scored so low surprised me. And while we're down at this end of the scoreboard, let me just talk about one of my bigger shocks which was Lord of the Lost coming Lord of the Last. 
not good. And I think this is one of the most unique entries that Germany has sent in such a long time. So I was really sad to see this do so poorly. And I was very confused. Speaking of entries that I expected to do better, though, we need to talk about Lazara and France. Ugh. Ugh. Look, this was good. It was fine. Her vocals were good. I think the disco pole, as it's been referred to, may have screwed her over a little bit in terms of connecting with an audience. But boy, did she make her feelings known upon receiving her televote points. The most glamorous, sophisticated way to ever give the camera a finger I think I have ever seen. I was actually very impressed, but also quite shocked. Uh, yeah, this the result for this one really surprised me. I thought this would do better. It was very French. I'm really glad they dropped the French flag from the staging because that was tacky as all hell. Uh, but this song, generally speaking, I really, really, really like. So I was quite sad to see it do so poorly. And she seemed to be really in the spirit of Eurovision prior to getting those results because clearly she then stormed out afterwards. I don't know if you caught that on camera, but go and find the replay. You'll notice when the woman in the black and red dress wanders past. Yikes. I think that's potentially the most ungraceful receiving of points and or a result we've seen in Eurovision for quite some time. There was, however, another surprise up the top half of the leaderboard for me, and that was Israel. Because I'm just going to be honest with you, I don't really get the hype. Yes, she is a very slick performer, but there wasn't really anything to show off her vocal range in this performance. I don't know. I think considering some of the others that were up so high, this one really surprised me that she did so well with the Druids, considering you were up there with big, big vocalists, and I don't really feel like that song showed off her vocals that great. It was more, you want to see me dance? You want to see me dance? Like, this isn't Eurovision dance contest, Israel. This is Eurovision song contest. And I just, I didn't see the vocals there. So I was like, okay, juries, what, what? On the flip side to such a shock jury result with somebody who is not a surprise to me at all, was very high on the jury leaderboard and hence very high in overall finish, was Marco Mengoni. From Italy, ugh, I love Marco so very much. I have loved Marco since 2013. Aged like a fine wine, might I add. That ugh, that man could be my Italian husband any day and I would be very, very happy. There just seems to be such a delightful energy about him, having watched him in some interviews this week. And this performance 
both the performance that happened in the semi-final that they aired a bit of, and then his actual grand final performance was just beautiful. Marco has a way of delivering songs. It happened in 2013 and it happened again here. And I was so glad to see him come back. To be honest, had it been Italy or Sweden, I would have been happy either way. Italy and Sweden were kind of my two big contenders for this crown. So either way, I would have been very, very pleased. I'm very proud of Marco. I hope he feels proud of the fourth place result because I think it's a big achievement, especially given how top heavy this board was to come in that spot. Should feel very proud. But somebody I feel kind of sorry for is Pasha Perfeni from Moldova, who unfortunately now adds a 18th to his two 11th at Eurovision. And it's kind of sad, because you know what? I like this song. I like the staging. Sure, there was no real wow moments in the grand final version compared to when we first saw it. I think it felt a lot fresher. But this was good. It was a solid entry. And I was like, oh, this is a bit sad, really, that that it hasn't translated with the audience. I'm kind of sad to see that it flopped as hard as it did. I mean, it did better than some of the others, but still... You know what I... uh, But I guess that's the way the Eurovision cookie crumbles, right? And especially with such a top-heavy board, there are going to be some unexpected losers amongst few winners. Hmm. But let's move along now to Croatia and let three. This was a pretty solid result. And I'm also just incredibly grateful that they kept the majority of their clothes on for the grand final. I was dearly, deathly concerned that we were going to get some level of old man nudity on worldwide television. But thankfully we didn't. Unless they managed to expertly cut away in time. As far as I'm aware, we didn't. And for that, I thank the Eurovision gods. Because I really, truly did believe that something was going to happen. But look, this was probably our slice of the Eurovision zany and wacky for the year. And you know what? I love those entries always. So I was very glad to see Croatia bringing that to the table this year. And I, I hope there's a at least a country that follows suit next year. Because it's not Eurovision without something completely off the wall. We had it with Moldova last year, and now Croatia's done it for us this year. It's just not Eurovision without it. And these guys were such troopers. They're such an established band in Croatia. So I hope they aren't taking their result too poorly. I don't think it was a bad result. As I said, I think with the trend of this being such a top-heavy board... There is going to come a point when in the middle everything kind of just middles out. 
and they definitely, I think, fell victim to that. The other act that I would say, which coincidentally is just one place above them, also fell victim to that, and is a bit of a surprise to me, is Cyprus and Andrew Lambrew. Because that grand final performance was easily his best performance of that song for the entire contest. It was beautiful, it was pretty flawless, they fixed the middle transition falsetto moment so it wasn't so jarring. It was really, really lovely. So I was a bit flummoxed to not see him make the top 10. But what can you do? I just hope that he's very proud of himself because I'm sure Cyprus is proud of him. And I know we as Aussies are as well. But we're going to dive into the rest of the results and the interval acts after this break. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. And welcome back to the grand final wrap of Eurofever 
a guide to the Eurovision Song Contest past, present and future. And we have just a few more acts that I want to touch on to talk about their final placings. And then we're going to chat all about interval acts and just kind of wrap up the Eurovision year that was. Right, well, let me jump into one final shock for me, and that was Spain. Now, look, while I understand this song is very Spanish, this staging was gorgeous. The vocals were good. I thought this would do far better than it ended up doing on Grand Final Night. I guess this is just one of those cases that goes to show you never really know where anybody is going to end up on that leaderboard when you have 200 million people voting, right? I at least thought the juries would come for this more than they evidently did, but I was wrong. And I'm, I'm very surprised by this one. But last of all, as we wrap up the Eurovision year that was and look ahead to Sweden 2024, I want to talk about some of our interval acts we saw on Grand Final Night and our wonderful, wonderful hosts, who I'll start with. With a bit of a controversial opinion, I honestly think we should have just kept Alicia, Julia and Hannah. Graham brought nothing. Nothing at all to that grand final. I don't get the point. Those ladies handled the two semi-finals with grace and ease, unlike we've seen in Eurovision hosts for quite a while, in my opinion. So I don't really think we needed Graham. I understand that Graham is a big name, but so what? These ladies were just slaying it all week long. And it kind, it kind of made me sad to see them kind of shoved aside a bit for Graham. And even at the end when they're all hugging, you could see Graham was left on the outer and I was like, ooh, that's a little awkward, isn't it? Ooh. But on to the interval acts now. All week long, there has been such a lovely mashup of showcasing bits of Britain, but really having a heart and soul of Ukraine. And that was definitely on show with the grand final, with the flag parade, with the Liverpool songbook. I love the production number. The fact that we got big production numbers with these former winners was so ambitious, but so cool. Like Netta, for example. Netta just killing a dead or alive song is not something I ever had on my bingo card for Eurovision. But yet here we are. Duncan Lawrence coming back looking like something out of Men in Black. But I love me some Duncan so I'll let it slide. It was just so big and so grand and felt very befitting of a grand final and I really hope that going forward SVT in 2024 and whoever wins beyond that takes note of this because this felt like a very needed step up in terms of grand final interval acts and I really really loved it and with that my friends it is time to wrap our Eurovision journey for 2023 
Thank you for being here. This Eurovision series completely blew any expectations I had for it out of the water. You've shown up for it this week and it's brought me so much joy to bring you a contest that brings me so much joy. So I think this may well be a yearly tradition now because this has been absolutely delightful and I can't thank you enough for coming on this journey with me. So here's to Stockholm 2024. Please come and join the conversation over on socials at We Are Goodable on Instagram. I would love to chat with you. And with that, we are complete with our Eurovision coverage for 2023. I need a very long nap, but I will speak to you very soon. Your intrepid Eurovision reporter, Ross, signing off. Glitterball Podcasts. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.